This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. Uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. I'm here with Hannah Brown, host of Brown Eyed Unicorn, friend of mine and the show. Hannah, how are you? I'm amazing. Thank you so much for having me again. I know. I'm so thrilled for you. The last time you were here, we broke down the uh, Vanderpump Rules trailer. Yes. It took us an hour and a half. An hour and a half of, <laughs> of brilliance. Now, before we get into this week's episode, I want us to try the Witches of WeHo potion number one. Oh so God. when Stasi was on the show, she brought over this bottle of wine and it's been sitting in my fridge. I've been wanting to try it, but I was sick. You know, I'm, I just finished my antibiotics and the de- devil's drug prednisone. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm finally ready to drink it. Now let's try it and then we'll give our official reactions. Okay. Okay. Here we go, Here we go everyone. <laughs> I like it. It's a white it's, wine. It's delightful. Got, it's not too fruity, which I like. I it's, don't like anything too sweet. It's a little bit grassy as a as a pretentious wine server person. Uh, it's a little like grassy, very clean. Would pair well with like a kale Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. I am too. But you know how I feel right now enjoying this. Did you ever watch Wild Wild Country? I, I know what it is, but okay. too well, depressed to watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It's pretty dark. The Rajneeshis basically took a bunch of homeless people on buses to their little like like home, their little like community to try and sway the vote. And they would give the homeless people beer with like drugs in it to like brainwash them, basically. <laughs> and I feel like the witches of WeHo just brainwashed me like the Bhagwan. Yeah, and I'm and I'm a homeless person. I'll be honest; like it does have an aftertaste as if it's laced with some sort of prescription med. <laughs> it wouldn't. There shock may be, me. be. I feel like there's traces of Kristen's Adderall in this. I was going to say Stassi too has been very very open about how much she loves Adderall and tequila. I'm honestly not mad at it though it tastes good no i could i could chug this all day i could chug this all night i hate to admit it but i really like it it's good now they sell it i think you can buy two bottles at once i will also say that i love that it's a twist top i love a twist top me too you don't always have a wine opener on you like when you first move to an apartment or if you're at a hotel sometimes you're like i'm just gonna be cheap and buy my own wine at the local walmart Mm -hmm. i've been there tale as old as time tale as old as time (laughs) y'all i'm sure britney has y'all britney for sure has had a twist or top or two in her Day. <laughs> Definitely. She gets it. We're going to talk about this episode, but did you notice when Jax and Brittany were at their home, when they were like organizing the foods and stuff, they had like Snickers and vodka. I was like, what is, I thought they were having a party, but then they never had the party. It was. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay. We have to go through this episode, which was 
phenomenal. It was a good episode, I thought. I loved it. You liked it. And I told you when I invited you over, I was like, we have to remain positive because you haven't been liking this. No, I've been kind of a brat. I've been like, boring snooze. (laughs) (laughs) But this but this episode was chock full of nuts. I liked it. You know, this season, I've been riding the line, too. I feel like this season is different than normal seasons. Like the the drama and the actions like spread out so weirdly. Yes. And they're taking so many liberties with the editing. Yes. And it's like a lot of more personal family drama, which is very good, but also not what I'm used to. So I'm like, what's going on? Right, right. And it, and also I feel like they're making it they're making it lighter this season. I don't think it's as dark as previous seasons. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of, I hate to say it, but like a lot of the humor comes from like the darkness of the show. So for them to be like, we're going to make it a comedy. Like it's like the cast is in on the joke. And so it's not as fun to watch all the time. I get that. I get that. And I think, I don't know. We miss some, we miss a lot of like the interaction amongst the cast. Like they're all getting along too well right now, which yes. is good for them, but bad for us. And everyone hates James. And it's like tale as old as time as well. I know. I know. You know, so last week on the show, I just want to catch us up. So Lala and Randall Rand broke up because he took her Gucci slides. (laughs) (laughs) What a show. I know. (laughs) And then Carter and Kristen were having troubles. And then also Ariana didn't want kids, which we've known that forever. But for some reason, that continues to be a storyline. God. Okay, so then we opened this episode. And I just want to say, now I'm paying attention to this transitional music. And so this week had some really good one. And I played it for you. And I'll play it for everyone here. Here's what I got. I got who guns, youth, bombs, goomba, making it better. <laughs> That's what I heard. Now, I don't know. I didn't even hear any. I mean, I heard that. Goomba. But I, making it better. I just heard like. <laughs> and I told. <laughs> yeah, just gro- groaning. The sound of like one Vanderpump Rules member fucking another Vanderpump Rules member uh, is significant uh, other. <laughs> just the, it's the voice recording. We've been waiting to hear that Faith. Yeah, it's Faith. Faith and Jack's voice recording. That's what it is. Goomba. Making it better. The old lady is the one. Remember the old lady in the bed? She's the one singing, making it better. <laughs> I'm crying. Youth, um, guns. <laughs> Maybe it's a political message. <laughs> it definitely is. I also I mentioned this to you briefly before we started recording, but um I was one of the three people that watched Jackson Britney take Kentucky <laughs> and my favorite transition music on that show was it was like the first episode they had just gotten to Kentucky and the song said, We're not in LA in LA anymore. <laughs> it's like fucking duh. <laughs> Like, no, you're in no Kentucky. Shit. We know. That's what the show is called. It's literally called We're in Kentucky. <laughs> that show was a mess. I watched the first episode and then I was like, I can't do this. Like, I can only take so much of Sherry. Oh, my God. So much of Sherry. I mean, Mama's an American hero, but yeah. um, Jack's... Mama. Mama and Jax was talking the entire season. He was like, she just lost her spark, which is just a nice way of saying he thought Brittany got fat and it was stupid. I know. He, he's the things he said about her. When you really look back, it's like, these are terrible things to say about someone you're about to marry. I I couldn't imagine if Matt said even half of those things, I would be like, okay, we're done. Right. We're done. Or I would starve myself. I'm just kidding. I would go to starve. We're not in L.A. We're that? not in L.A. In L.A. anymore. Youth, guns, goombas, <laughs> making it better. 
<laughs> Justice for the old lady. <laughs> and I love that transition of the Watch What Crappens guys call the musician uh, Trixie Monocle. Yeah, Trixie Monocle. <laughs> and I just love it. And I notice it's always like right after the credits into the first scene. So this one, it was like right into James's car and mm-hmm. he's calling Tom. And it was like, youth guns, making it better. And then he's like, hey, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Hey, mate, you want to go golfing sometime? <laughs> and this was uh so tom sandoval told james that lala and ran broke up mm-hmm. and i really liked how james like really leaned into the, his evil nature and his confessional yes. you notice that it was like he said oh i can't believe that the old fat producer broke up with the 26 year old actress and it's just like finally savage. somebody said it so savage now we said it but now we said it camille Grammer. um yeah he was pretty <laughs> smug it was really evil but i was here for it too loved it um yeah were you? you had you no had i was jumping ahead no uh, so let's let's cut to this moment in jackson britney's apartment okay, cool. so that was just a fun little sh- james shading lala which i loved mm-hmm. but jackson britney they're in their apartment and i mentioned this earlier they they had four different ice creams yes oh wait wait okay now i'm just recognizing this what? was this preparation for for britney's wisdom teeth because they had four oh. different ice creams popsicles snickers and vodka well, they didn't tell what what I thought it was was like we're gonna try and make Lala happy, so let's buy a bunch of vodka and and like treats for Lala because they thought it was like a post breakup little like meetup. Oh. But I I wrote that I think having Jack's being like, all right, Brittany, you got you four different kinds of ice cream after trolling her for her weight, like seems like another troll. <laughs> it's like okay, did she ask for that? Maybe she wanted froyo. Yes, and the Snickers. What was the Snickers and, about? Yeah, Does Lala you- just really like Snickers? Does Brittany like it after her wisdom seat surgery? I have totally... The popsicles must have been for the surgery. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Because the unloading of the groceries was just very confusing to mm-hmm. me. And then Katie brought over the baby bottle, which I heard that the baby bottle thing that Lala did was just for show. <gasps> what? I don't know where I heard that. It might have been a blog or maybe I'm making... Maybe it was a dream. Do you ever have that where you like yes. dream something? Uh, maybe it was a dream. I had a dream about Busy Phillips that I was like doing her show the other day. And I like woke up and I was like, oh, I did Busy's show. <laughs> well, you need to save it. So I hope that happens for you. <laughs> I but I feel like maybe sometimes I dream these things happen. But I swear that somebody said somewhere that Lala's baby bottle thing was just like a bit for the show. I mean, it's a good bit. Do you think Sheena's frog is also a bit for the show? That dirty frog nope. that she drags around? Hannah, that frog was given to her by someone who's passed away. Oh, fuck. It's like, a, yeah. <laughs> I only know this because I, too, made fun of the frog and people corrected me. Oh, shit. But speaking of Sheena, can we talk about this was maybe the first episode of the whole season where the editors didn't troll Sheena. And that's only because she didn't have a scene. That's so true. Because she, like, wasn't in it. She was just sort of, like, there in the background. And it, I swear, like... The very first episode this season where we didn't get an embarrassing Sheena moment, and that's because we got no Sheena moments. So true. So if she would have had a moment, then maybe they would have done some sort of fun editing with her, but she got nothing. They're like, Sheena who? (laughs) Shay, Marie, we don't care. (laughs) I kept expecting Sheena's mom to be at that that couples counseling, you know, because the mom's been all around all the time. Erica Van Olfen. Yeah. My queen. She threw her finger in my face. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so Lala arrives and they're all drinking out of those baby bottles. And what do you think of Jackson Brittany's decor in their house? I hate it. See, like, I feel like it's not bad. It, I think it's gotten better, though. Yeah. I think it's improved. It definitely used to be more like nautical nonsense. Like, it was very, very on the nose, home goods slash Z calorie. And I think now I love it's, a home goods. How dare you? No, so do <laughs> I. But like a very it was like they found all the things in home goods that like matched like a sure. theme, a thematic home goods journey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I don't mm-hmm. like anything that's too on the nose. You know, their kitchen did have a lot of like word art. It was like we're making uh, brewed coffee or something like that. You know, like uh, the coffee. I don't like I love a word art thing. 
but I don't like when it's something about coffee in the kitchen. Two on the nose. Two on the nose. I feel the way about word art the way that Jackie Schimmel does, which is that it's a fucking travesty. It's hideous. I'm the opposite. I love a gather. I think, oh my God, right around Thanksgiving, I was like really (laughs) poor at the time, but I really wanted to just like get you a gather pillow for no reason. Oh, well, I got one from HomeGoods. They sent me a gather pillow. Well, I wanted to get you one too. Um, (laughs) I got a package of gather items from HomeGoods the one day and it was like the best day. You've made it. (laughs) Truly. I also want to say in this scene when Lala comes over, Katie does this baby voice. She's like, I've been thinking about you. Like when she tries to be a good friend, she does this sort of like, do, do, do. And so does Tom Schwartz. You just do the baby shark. Do, 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 yeah, do, do, do. That's what it's like. She's like, I've been thinking about you. I was very attracted to Tom Schwartz this episode, which I normally never am. Like I find him like not at all attractive. But for some reason, this episode I was watching and I don't, maybe I was just in a mood, like the prednisone made me horny or something. Mm-hmm, I was like mm-hmm. looking at all the guys and I was like, I'm so turned on by all of you right now. And I, that never happens. Totally. Who are you? I, who are you most turned on by <laughs> in the cast? Yeah. Sandoval. Yeah. He's... And like IRL, I would never go for a guy like Sandoval, but like he just like seeing him in person at the crappies, I was just like, oh god, there's like an aura. There's like a very he's, confident, he's beautiful. He has like perfect eyebrows. He has a perfect like um square jaw. Yeah. I mean, you can tell why he was like modeling. Totally. Oh, I also want to say something about Schwartz really quick. Have you ever seen Overboard? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The OG one, obviously. <laughs> Remember the part you. where... <laughs> He's got um, so mad at you. This of is an overboard, overboard. pop like, dive. It's like literally the best movie ever. It is. But do you remember that part where she's on the couch and she's like... That's every time Schwartz speaks and he's like... I think of Goldie Hawn being like... Maybe that was what the opening music was. Making it better. I love What? I'm not they get in overboard and talks like Pee Wee and is like, I like my chicos. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always think of I always think of that scene when Katie said that Schwartz's dick doesn't work. Whenever I you know, like that's I think ninety nine point nine percent of the reason why I'm not attracted to him. I think that's what Katie wants America to think, so people don't hit on him. I actually have on Wait, do you find him attractive if you didn't watch the show? If and, you and just if saw he him? spoke like a not a drunk person and Buh-buh. didn't just say a buh, buh, buh. um yes, I think he has like cute pouty lips and his like messy like I didn't try model off duty hair is like cute. Yeah. Um I also have on good authority I know someone who has waited on the Schwartzes slash Maloney's and apparently Katie is a monster to her. Wait, did Katie ever change her name? Katie, Katie Maloney Schwartz. Yeah, I think it's hyphenated. Oh. Sometimes she spells. You know, I met Katie though, and I really did like. I thought she was. She, I mean, it, I met her once, but you she was like, like so Carson, sweet. Right? Yeah, she was like very sweet to me. Well, you're also not a hot girl waiting on her husband, though. That's no true. I know. But uh, wait, so this Brittany and Jax's apartment. Back to it. We need to talk about the fart room. <laughs> a fart closet. <laughs> that fart closet was a lot for me to handle. It was so gross. It was Jax's cave. It said Jax's cave and like neon lettering, and it just had a drum set. Brittany's like, that's his fart cave. And he was playing drums, and he was so proud of himself. And there's a part where he just like makes eye contact with the camera, like, look, I did it. <laughs> and it's just so sad. It was very tough for me to see that. The whole fart closet. And like how it just like smells probably all the time. Oh, I could only imagine what it smells like. I'm sure it smells terrible. I know, right? So Lala is over and the girls are talking and Lala t- starts talking about the row, which I'm surprised that they're recognizing as an achievement because normally they try to hide that they do other things outside of this show. Mm-hmm. But they're like recognizing that Lala starred in a sorority slasher film, which I never saw. Did you see it? Ryan Bailey and I actually um, recapped it on my show. How was it? What you would expect. Okay. I, I I just loved hearing her be like, and I really did a lot of work to step into my character. I'm like, 
you're not fucking <laughs> Helen Marin. Like you're not Meryl Streep. You're not Meryl and Ricky in the Flash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like at the end of the day, like she was like she was the you know sassy you know smart one. Was who, she a lead? Yes. She was a lead. Yes, and there's like a plot twist at the end that Ryan Bailey's like, you didn't see that coming? And I was like, I didn't. Wait, so do you think that she's like got talent acting wise? Honestly, I think she's better than I than I ever expected. I also saw that Christian movie she did about baseball called like <laughs> Oh, I saw that one too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like that movie was a burning pile of trash, but like given what she had to work with, I thought she actually did a really good job. She's got star talent. That dude. I can't that wait she... to see that one where she's, you know, it's she's Lala dressed in the thirties or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what era that is. <laughs> I don't know why, but I think those pictures pictures are so funny they're so fucking funny because they she has eyebrows that would never be in that time period like that's the main doesn't match no like the face like the hair they try to do everything they can to make her look at whatever look like whatever era that's in which i still do not understand which era but uh you know she's got just like the lala eyebrows she just like looks like lala in a different time in a costume it's like the part in it's a wonderful life where they try to make mary look homely when she's the librarian (laughs) like in another life and it's like She's still Donna Reed. Like, she's still hot. Like, you can't just, like, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Or she's all, remember, she's all that when it was like Rachel Lee Cook is a nerd and it's like she lets her hair down. Yeah, glasses and a ponytail. Ugh. Like, ugh. what a great film. So good. I love that movie. I also love that, and this is not what this is about, but, and she's all that when they do the dance at the end. Oh my God. I'm yes. drunk from this, which is a weird emotion. Yes. And it's, it's because it's I've also been laced so with long. drugs. <laughs> I know. I'm feeling my energy get up. I also love the scene where, the guy goes, supersize my balls. Mm. He orders the falafel, that little old man. Okay. Classic film. Sorry, sorry, this is a, she's all that pop dive. <laughs> we always do this. <laughs> we always do this. Okay, where are we at in this fucking episode? Um, the row. Oh, she said that she's, uh, she told the girls that she's going to give Lala, or she's going to give Rand a blowjob after the premiere. Okay. And, and they're not broken up. No, they're not broken up anymore. That was the big reveal. They broke up for like a minute. Okay. Everyone always, like, especially last season and the season before, it was, like, this whole movement of Lala being a feminist, which this episode was really where I turned a corner on this whole movement, because I respect that she's upfront about her sexuality, and Mm -hmm. she's, like, honest about it and all that, but there's, like, a lot of things that I don't really think is good for young women or men to hear. No, no. I mean, like, I yeah, I guess I love how, like, outright she was just like yeah i got my fucking gucci slides back but also like yeah for someone who preaches feminism so much the fact that you let some asshole be like remember that i pay for all your mm-hmm. shit like fuck him and then take him back I and know. then give him a blowjob no I know. you don't deserve a blowjob i did a good job in that movie you should eat my pussy I- <laughs> <laughs> but now we said it, now we said it. <laughs> i totally agree I, t- <laughs> I totally agree that he should eat her pussy and also i think that it's just a weird mixed signal of like well oh, he got me the job so now I gotta, I gotta, you know, thank him by giving him a blowjob. And we'll get to the story. She told the story about how they met, and that was troublesome. Anyway, <laughs> we cut to Vanderpump Dogs, which I have a big problem with Vanderpump Dogs right now. Are you watching Real House of Beverly Hills? Yes. Okay, so on Real House of Beverly Hills, like I did, I did fall in the camp of like, I thought it was weird that the Vanderpump Dogs guys brought out Dorit's dog, even though it was totally wrong of Dorit to give up that dog she should have yeah. never gotten that fucking dog in the first place right justice for lucy lucy apple juice uh-huh. but i thought like it was weird to me that like those guys it felt like they were getting their 15 minutes oh but, my god but i sort of looked past it a little bit until i watched vanderpump rules and i saw the vanderpump dogs people again 
John Sessa was in the scene again, that and I mean thought, Queen. I thought he is a sneaky little bitch. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him I at don't all. Get a good and now I'm feeling like they're really pushing for this Vanderpump Dog spinoff, which has been in the press. It was in the blogs this past week that they're trying to go ahead with this Vanderpump Dogs spinoff, and this is now I'm like now I'm just not into it. Now you've done too much to me, and now I'm feeling like I'm being bamboozled. Yes. Also, and if we're not going to get a TomTom spinoff, why the fuck are you giving me a Vanderpump Dogs spinoff? I'd rather have any other spinoff. I would rather have another season of Hollywood Cycle on E. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> about the spin instructors at Cycle House I on Melrose and La Cienega. Don't know that show, but I'm downloading it on iTunes as soon as you leave. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I worked at Cycle House like literally because I saw it on E and I moved here and was like, I'm going to work there. It was great. The E reality shows are really rough to watch. Jerry Cavallari is amazing, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, also, I just want to say it tracks that Sheena is the only cast member that has only cats and no dogs. Mm, wow. You know? Wow. Explain. Uh, well, you know, um, I know Ariana, I think, has a cat and her and her dog, Charlotte, who's very, very cute. Um, but I just feel like Sheena's sort of always the black sheep on the outside of things. And the fact that she's the only cast member that has only cats. And I should say I'm a cat mom. Like, I don't have dogs either. But it's just like another way for her to be alienated mm. from the cast where they're wow. like, let's take all of our dogs to Vanderpump Dogs and get them groomed. Wow. Also, I think Refund is a fucking star. Do I love you her. think that Sheena's walked her cat into, she's walked her cat into Vanderpump Dogs before, right? Yeah, I think, I think I truly believe it. She's like, hi, we were just in the neighborhood. <laughs> on a leash. Like, like, I feel like she's someone who has the cat on the leash. And the cat's like looking at her like, mom, what the, her cat Salem, I should say. It's like, mom, what That's the, the name. Fuck? Yeah. You know what I like about Sheena? She loves a pop culture reference, whether it be her tattoo or her cat. <laughs> she's basically like you and me. She's just like us. Stars. She loves Stars overboard. are just like us. Yeah. I, I feel like really, I've turned a corner on Sheena and I love her now because I feel bad for her. On the show because of the way they troll her. Totally. But also still. I mean, I just <laughs> wish they would like... troll Jackson Britney more. <laughs> I know. I'm on the brim of freaking out. I can't help but do that. Um, okay. Also, I just want to say that Bo looked really hot in this Vanderbump, Vanderpump dog scene. Bo is like troublesome in that I love him so much and I don't think that I should. Or I don't think that I, w- I don't know that I want to, but I can't help it. Like the way that they edit him, it, they make him look great. I know. I think they were. I, I I appreciate that they're doing that because after watching the burning pile of trash that is Patrick Meager, it's like just give us a season where like Stassi's not getting emotionally abused. I mean, she like went, she like went through it with all those men for a very long I know, time. She do, I'm happy that she's gotten happiness. Yeah, but I'm sure that we'll turn a corner with Bo too because we do it with all these people. So next season, I'm anticipating like the fall of Bo. Yeah. Or maybe two seasons from now. When do you think Bo will start being edited to be a monster? Mm, they always are. I would say maybe two seasons. I mean, we haven't even gotten a Carter yet. Oh, I fucking hate Carter. I hate oh, so him we're too. at this Vanderpump Dogs. I, I just want to also mention that Schwartz mentioned that his dog rolled around with a dead bird, which I don't know. I think Schwartz probably joined the dog and did that too. Oh, this is when I wrote in my notes that I was attracted to Schwartz. And I wrote. I, he might be good in bed, and I don't know why. And I don't think that's true. I think I was just having a moment. It was the prednisone, zone, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Lisa talked about meeting Ken's mom because they were talking to Bo, and Lisa was talking to Stassi and Bo about how Stassi was going to meet Bo's mom. And so Lisa said in her confessional that she remembers meeting Ken's mom. And I meant to Google how long Ken's mom has been dead. And you didn't? I didn't, no. I feel so like it hasn't been that long. How long has Nanny Kay been dead? <laughs> justice for nanny k <laughs> i really wanted to get an animal of some kind either a cat or a dog and name it nanny k i think that'd be so cute nanny k kyle still doesn't know who the fuck nanny k is <laughs> 
So Ariana and Tom are mentioning that they're getting a new house, which we know from the press that they already got the new house. Yes. And it's like a beautiful two plus million dollar house or something. I love it. I know. It's really nice. I saw pictures online. And it looked amazing. And I love that they stayed in that shithole for years and years. And then right. they're like, boom, bitches, we have an amazing house and you don't. It was a big comeuppance. And I really... I really felt like they played the long game on it. Yes. And I like that. Also, I just want to say that I really hate that Ariana is so hot that she could look hot in that weird pirate referee Renaissance fair top that she was wearing <laughs> at her apartment. I didn't even notice that. I was so focused on those fucking AirPods. It was like, it was a stripe. It was a ruffle. It was a string. It was, <laughs> it was a lot going on. I was laughing so hard that she's like, I keep the AirPods in so I don't murder Tom mm-hmm. when he talks. I was like, Tom was just talking. And they played that fucking ca- classical music. Yes. That was like a, an editing that they would normally save for Sheena. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that they switched up a little bit. Oh, totally. To troll Tom. This Tom kids thing, though, it's snoozy, right? Like, Oh, my God. Right. Leave Ariana. Remember that Britney Spears video? Leave Britney alone. Right. That's how I feel about Ariana. I know. It's just like annoying. It's like, and also, I just don't even... It's not even interesting. Like, it's not an interesting storyline to me at all. And it also is just a really fucking annoying societal norm that people think it's their business when or if someone is going to have kids. Like, everyone fuck off. It's no one's business. And it's like, leave her alone. I don't want to hear anyone asking her about it again. And And I also love Ariana for saying what I was thinking, which was like, Jack's trying to give advice on anything ever, especially relationships, is literally just like, shut the fuck up. You're not enlightened. You're still a sociopath. I'm about to be blocked on Twitter by him, but it's whatever for saying this. (laughs) There's a weird revisionist history with Jax, I feel like, where it's like, we're all just... I don't know, excusing him. Yeah, no, I don't buy any of it. Because he's getting married, and it's like, well, he's still a monster. No, I could get married tomorrow. I know. And I'll still be a do monster. You think, do you think they're editing him to make him look better because they know next season's going to revolve around that wedding? They have to make him look a little bit better before they show the wedding. Yeah. See, I think about all this too much, like the way that they edit shows. I still am not convinced he's not going to pull a Mr. Big and just like not show up. Like he'll be in Kentucky and they'll be like, oh, God, this. And like <laughs> who do you think is going to be like the Kristen Davis? Like, no, Kristen Doty. <laughs> Kristen Doty. Yes. Yeah. She's no, tough. no, no, no. Or Stassi. I could God, see Stassi that moment that on Sex and the City movie when they're in the limo and they're passing oh each God. other. Like that is a moment. I also, when I want a good cry, I watch the New Year's Eve scene from Sex and the City movie. Too. I, I I understand why you cry, but I hate that version of Old Lang Syne so much. <gasps> That's my favorite version, Hannah. <laughs> my best friend Jill and I were in Chicago like a couple years after that came out. And we were at New Year's Eve. We were at this bar and we were at the DJ booth and we were begging him to play it. Auld Lang Syne, you know, mm-hmm. from Sex. And we didn't know like the name of it or who sang it or whatever, but we were like the Sex and the City version one. <laughs> And then it was so embarrassing. Like the DJ, he got on the microphone and he's like, I got a special request. They've been asking for it all night. We have all Lang Syne from these two. And they, he played it like literally fucking at midnight. And then he played like some like ridiculous, like kids bop version of all Lang Syne. And we were so horrified because it was just like, everyone was looking at us. Like we requested it and we were like, no, we said the sex in the city version. <laughs> yeah. Cause that one's so uplifting. <laughs> I know. But it's beautiful. Oh, I love them. And then, uh, Carrie goes to Miranda. She's like, you're not alone. You're not alone. What a moment. Where were we at in this episode? Um, I'm uh, drunk. Pirate referee <laughs> Renaissance Fair Top. Um, kids. I think. Oh, we, so, we cut to Sir. Yes, cut to Sir. Uh, everyone's working at Sir. They pretend to work. Lala's got a red carpet coming up. Um, I also just think Jackson Britt with their pet names like, hey, sexy. Hey, fiance. Like, doth protest too much. Yeah. It's just how I feel. Hi, sexy. How's sex life? Uh, James <laughs> called Jax. Jax was behind Sir. I did appreciate that we got a little Sir Dump appearance because I, you know, I love the Sir oh my Dump. God, eating eating a sensible crispy chicken between two chairs. But wait, this crispy chicken was shocking to me. 
because I don't remember there being a crispy chicken on the menu. And Jax went to the back kitchen. He's like, give me the employee crispy chicken. And it looked delicious. And I want to say, where is this crispy chicken? Is it on the menu now? Because last time I was there, I don't think the crispy chicken was on the menu. I, well, and Stasi's referenced it a lot too, the crispy chicken. Wow. There was like a season where like, where Lisa was like, oh, I gave you a job. You didn't have a pot to piss in. And she's like, I sold a bunch of crispy chickens. Like, what do so I So maybe it you? is available. I'm just not aware. Maybe. I usually get the arugula salad with the chunks of mozzarella. Interesting. <laughs> now, Lala and Stasi, they go to the salon. We got to talk about the scene. Mm-hmm. They talk a lot about Kathy's barbecue. And Kathy, of course, I mean Christina Kelly. Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember her name a few weeks back, so I, I call know. her Kathy. I'm obsessed. And this is where Lala talked about her meet cute with Rand. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what she said. She said, Rand asked if Lala was an actress, and she sent him to her Instagram. And then she got an audition for the row. This was all apparently online. like mm-hmm. So they hadn't met, apparently, in person yet. And then she went out with him. He fucked her the first night. Mm-hmm. And then the next day she got a rain ro- Range Rover. What do you make of this? I mean, I think it's basically you've got mail. I think it's the most romantic <laughs> story I've ever heard in my life. A tale of our time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I think... I, I Okay. As far as Lala and Randall goes, people have a lot of opinions. I love a daddy. And I have been with older men before who don't buy me Range Rovers, but like, if my friends were to see them might be like, I don't get the attraction. And it's like a big dick energy. It's like a confidence thing. So I don't doubt that Lala's like, you think Rand has big dick energy. I mean, I don't, I don't think he has big dick energy. But if that's what Lala sees through her, he has the opposite of that. What's the S small, (laughs) small dick energy. Um, but it, but so like if she's genuinely attracted, maybe he's got a big dick. I don't want to, I don't want to paint that picture of Rand. Maybe he's got a giant dick, but I also just like, I, the thought of like having sex with someone and then having them be like, would you like a Range Rover? I'd be like, fuck no, I don't want to be tied to you in that way. Yeah. I don't like other people's stuff. Exactly. And then there's like a pressure. Yeah. It it causes an imbalance of power in the relationship. Yes. Yes. Also, I'm totally with Stassi when she was like, I'm impressed when a dude buys me an Uber because that's where I'm at in my life. Well, what's so interesting is the other girls are sort of the opposite in a way because they typically are with these guys that are mooching off of them. Yes. So true. So it's weird that Lala is, she's getting someone that's paying for her life and stuff. And, you know, someone like Kristen is paying for Carter's shit. Yeah, I just think, I mean, I don't know what the future holds for Lala and Randall, um, but I think like she would be fine without him. And it's also like when when they were taking that break last week and she's like, you know, the only thing that would really change is like the travel and like I can blow someone else to like get on a PJ. I'm just like, you know, I've never been on a PJ and like I'm a happy person. Like life is fine. Yeah. Like you'll be fine. Yeah, I think like a lot of that talk is a way for her to kind of lean into that feminist angle of like I, I am sex positive and whatever. And what I find troubling is that it is. It is sex positive, but it's almost like overboard and and you're teaching a different lesson of like, if you want those things, all you have to do is blow an older guy. Right, right. Yeah. And that's what I find problematic. Blow him if you want to blow him, but like not with the expectation of getting on a PJ. That's just where I'm at. She also said sometimes they meet at a hotel and she wears a wig and named Tiffany. And then she says some, she says, does daddy want a Lala to play with his asshole? It's like that episode of Girls where Hannah's Ooh. like at the bar. Ooh, that took me back. I'm that was too much. Fondle Randall's little butthole. I know, I know. It was like she's bragging about it, and Stassi's just like in her salon, like what? And then there's like a gay man like doing her hair, and I just thought, like, what is he thinking? He's probably like, I'm so happy I signed that waiver, and I'm on the show. <laughs> 
We're not in LA anymore. We're not, we're not in, LA, in LA anymore. <laughs> then we cut to the guys playing golf, which I'm already uninterested. I don't want to see anyone play golf ever again. They did it on Real Housewives of Orange County. It was the most boring episode I've ever seen in my life. And <laughs> I don't even want to see professionals play golf. Like I don't. You could be the best golfer in the fucking world. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to see that. Real low point. Valerie Cherish. <laughs> I don't need to see that. No one wants to watch golf ever. Never no. show me golf. And you know, on the upcoming on this season of Real House of Beverly Hills, Erica and Teddy play golf. Last thing I ever want to see is anyone play fucking golf on my TV. Same. Like I feel like the people that watch golf are not the same people watching Bravo. No. There can... are there is a select group of people that likes to watch golf. My dad. Your dad. My dad too. Yeah. They don't wanna they're not watching fucking uh Tamara fucking Barney. That's so true. <laughs> it could be Matthew Noshka. Yes, naked our, playing golf and I wouldn't care. Our model lover. We, we literally, you guys exchange pictures of Look this him man. up. What's his name? It's like Matthew and then his last name is like N-O-Z. C-K-A. He's beautiful. If everyone's on Inst- if anyone who's on Instagram better look him up and follow. I'm not he's into beautiful. young guys and I'm not into blonde guys, but I am into this man. He's stunning. Yeah. But anyway, I'd rather see anything else besides any Bravo celebrity playing golf. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse. Also in this scene when Twitch is like, ultimatums are like, I'm into them. I'm like, how about we don't have to give anyone an ultimatum and they actually just want to be with us? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> this whole episode, I must have been just like, uh, I don't know. I was, what's uh, when you're horny all the time? What's um, um, uh, in heat? I was in heat. In heat yes. I was in heat because yes. everything Schwartz was saying, I like was not listening to. I just wrote, am I into Schwartz this episode? That mm-hmm. was my notes. And I do not. I'm never into Schwartz. Yeah. I don't know what was going on. I'm not into ultimatums. Or so shorts. fuck the golf scene. We cut to the girls night at the lock and key. I mm-hmm. like when the girls all go out together. Me too. And they also love the lock and key. I've never yes, been they there. go there a lot. It's, yeah. it's a fun place. Uh, then they also went to my favorite movie theater to see The Row. Did you catch that? Which theater was it? It was the Sundance on Sundance Sunset Five oh, Theater. Cute. It's my favorite theater. It's like right down the street, and it's a it's like smallish theater, but they have like really good food. I like it because I like their chicken fingers. Oh my god! You can get chicken fingers there. Fuck. Also, <laughs> I just want to say, um, Kayla, Kayla, Katie's styling is pretty much always a question mark to me. But in this scene, I still wasn't wild about her top, but like she looked like a hot genie from the neck up. I thought she. Oh, really I didn't pretty. even notice. She had like a high pony hoop winged out, like nothing new for Katie, but she was just kind of like glowing. She looked very pretty. Interesting. Yeah. Kristen got really drunk here at the scene, which Kristen's been drinking a lot. Yeah, to avoid her terrible boyfriend. I get I know, it. I know, and she was doing that doth protest too much, which you mentioned earlier. Yes, she yes. said Carter's carrying his weight now financially, and they were all shouting at each other at this restaurant with glazed over eyes. Mm-hmm. It's so true. I also just yeah, I mean wait. We need to slow it down for a second and talk about this. Okay. Brittany said that Carter went on vacation with Kristen's wallet. Her whole what fucking wallet. The fuck? That's fucking crazy. She's like, she didn't have her ID. She didn't she, have her credit card. Carter cards. just took his whole wallet. She, Kristen was on the bram. Psychotic. I want to say. crazy. I want to say that I've always, I, I stopped being on Carter's side last season when he went, stories, they be changing. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> the creepiest thing. I don't remember. She, it was something about like. Her, we're oh, not it, in LA anymore. <laughs> yeah. It was um, it was about it was after they got back from Mexico and there was the whole like pillowgate thing with James and and she like told him, but then like parts of the narrative were sort of coming forward as the story continued to evolve. And he like was they were at a bar and he was like, "Stories they be changing." <laughs> it was so weird. I was like, "Why are 
you singing? That was your turning point with Carter. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's, he's a murderer. It took me until this season to turn on Carter, and now I think he's the worst human that's ever been on television. Oh my God, Patrick Meeker could never. Patrick, yeah, never. And the fact that he took her whole fucking wallet, like there's, he, she should have been gone right then. Like there's no reason. And honestly, this is on Kristen. She should have gotten out of that relationship the minute he took her whole fucking wallet. It's fucked up. There's no reason to stay with anyone if they steal your ID and wallet and take it on a fucking vacation and spend it. That's fucking nuts. No. And any crazy. if you're in therapy, like she's, I think, do they claim to be in therapy? They said they were in couples therapy. I think. Yeah. I feel like Kristen's always in therapy. They're, yeah. They said they talked yeah. about uh, couples therapy. And there's no reason the therapist shouldn't have been like, Kristen, get the fuck out. He took your whole ID and wallet. Like, there's no, and then it was sad to me in her confessional. She's like, well, I'm old now. I want to be with Carter. Oh my God. Also, like, babe, you're not old. Like, also, it's never too late. Said, Watch a Nancy old. Myers movie for a change. It's I know. Never too Watch late. Something's Gotta Give. There's never too late. You'll find no. a, a Keanu Reeves and a Jack Nicholson. And then you get to pick. Which, P.S., she should have chose Keanu Reeves, but that's I neither here nor there. I see Kristen with an older man. I think she would oh, thrive. Because she would thrive. As someone who I, I identify with Kristen, a lot and I feel like part of why I'm attracted to older men is because like there's really no room for childish shenanigans when you're with someone older so they like balance out your bullshit and I think that would be healthy because she has all the bullshit she has all the childish antics yeah. she needs someone who's going to balance it out you're yeah. right you're right I wouldn't mind seeing her with Jack Nicholson. <laughs> that would be, oh my God, Lala and Rand would have to step aside. Could you imagine that Lala would be so fucking pissed if Kristen was with Jack Nicholson? <laughs> so like Kristen, or Lala would be so fucking jealous. Oh my God, I know. Let's make it happen. Or like Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. I would fuck him. You know, I interviewed Beverly D'Angelo mm-hmm. and she has kids with Al Pacino. And I, it took everything in me not to like just start talking about Lala, but like Beverly D'Angelo doesn't know who Lala is. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to be like, what do you make of Lala? And I was like, your husband or your not, she was never married to him, but she has two kids with him. That's attractive of you. I'd be like, is he big? She said he's really sexy. Yeah. Oh my God. I I mean, my, I just would encourage everyone to go listen to it. It's like a very wild, if you're into like pop culture, celebrity, whatever, Hollywood, she is, gave like the best stories and like she was with all these men. She just would randomly be like, I was married to Duke. And like that's, would be a transition or she like, when I had an affair with Burt Reynolds. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. It was like crazy. And I love it. Fuck yeah. Okay. So then uh, Kristen and Katie argue at this bar, but they're drunk. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we have to talk about the scene where Stasi met Bo's mom. Isa. Also, I want to say, I'm sorry, I always say Nancy Myers references, but I mean, you don't have a problem with it. But I love it more, more, more. <laughs> I was going to say, Isa was very Nancy Myers chic, and so was Stasi. They were in their like whites and creams and little hats. In Malibu. I know. Yes, at that it was fish. so cute. Yeah. There's a lot of really cute places in Malibu. I've never gone. Can we go? Yeah. Cool. You know, the, it was interesting. Okay. So Jax and Brittany got engaged at that Malibu fish market. Mm-hmm. But when. Stassi and Bo met with the mom. They shot that Malibu area mm-hmm. so much nicer than when they showed Brittany and Jax. So yeah. they were trolling. You said they don't troll them enough, but they did troll Brittany and Jax because they were like showed the fucking Porto Johns. That's true. And all of it. And if you look at this scene, it was like they made it look so nice and everything. Romantic. Yeah. But that scene, I cried. Yeah. When did you cry? I was watching it waiting to cry. Oh, I cried. So Stassi brought the gift, which I thought was really cute. And then... Bo says Stasi was her best friend. That was when I started to cry. Mm-hmm. And then Stasi said that she loves him very much. That was when I wrote down, I'm legit crying. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the confessional, when Bo listened to the phone recording of the conversation they had, that was when I really was like in a fetal position sobbing. Yeah, it was very sweet. It I mean, was a sweet. Think- it felt scripted though, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still think that was the drugs, but on your end. Um, oh, 100%. But, I was so manic. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, I sobbed in better things like two days ago, so it's whatever. Um, but yeah, I thought it felt a little scripted too, but then his little response of like, I think I think it went pretty good. It was cute. It was cute. He's I don't know that that whole scene. I cried, and then right as I'm in the middle of crying, we see Brittany getting her wisdom teeth pulled, and she said that Jax didn't take care of her after her boob surgery, and that was sad. The one that he insisted she get, cute. like that was so such a sad moment in her confessional. Also, well, I think the saddest was her outfit. She has this like gold, I didn't even notice that. She has this like Austin Powers gold member, like the like frizzy hair and then the gold dress. I and- love gold. Well, I, I love can't do that. Gold. <laughs> I'm drunk. Her face was. Her face. Was, <laughs> I'm a drunk. You're a drunk. Her face was like fully beat and um and uh, yeah. I, do you I, like her curly hair in the confessional? Fuck no. I think she looked so pretty, honestly, when she got back from her surgery and she had like no makeup. The boob on. surgery or the wisdom teeth? The wisdom teeth. Okay. She had like no makeup. Like hair was just like wavy, and then she was in just like leggings and a t-shirt. I just think she's so beautiful when she's natural. But whatever makes her. Did happiest. they get the Kybella? Yes, they all do violently. <laughs> Wait, so tell me. I, so like Matt and I were, we had heard about them getting the Kybella, mm-hmm. and last night in bed we were like literally watching YouTube videos about like people's Kybella experiences yeah. because we were like, what we didn't know what it is, but I've heard a lot about them getting the Kybella. Care of the jowls. So they've the all had chin. it. All of them. Really? I don't think Sheena has because she looks the same. But I think like Stassi's gotten it. Kristen's gotten it. I think wow. Katie and Brittany. I think the four of them. Wow, Bethany. Wow. Wow, Bethany. We did wow. like a lot of we did a lot of research on the Cabela YouTube's yesterday. That is true love right there. Yeah, it was it was interesting because I just didn't know what it was. I feel like I've heard a lot about it. Uh and so then Lisa there's this thing about the signed terms sheet which I've been talking about forever. I'm so excited to hear what this signed terms sheet entails. Thank God. I think it's fucked up, but I we don't know what it is yet. I also yet. just I'm sorry I'm always talking about the looks, but I just felt like this was like American horror story Tom Tom because Lisa was in this like weird little frilly collar and like she looked like a witch. <laughs> <laughs> what do you make of Lisa's outfits? I hate them. Yeah. I mean I don't, I think like and I like Lisa but her wardrobe is crazy to it's me. a waste of someone with a lot of money that's what bothers me same with kyle richards i'm like get mm-hmm. your shit together yeah i mean it's like a weird they need stylists or something uh, none mean, of it it always feels different to me mm-hmm. like i guess lisa's always feels like she's got a lot of like frivolous like stuff victorian yeah yeah but it just and, and then i think i'm always taken aback with the new teeth like i think lisa's a lot of her costuming would be better with the older teeth the new teeth are aggressive and kyle's new teeth too they went together i think so their friendship's not done yet because they went together (laughs) so uh let's see ariana and katie and schwartz come over Mm -hmm. to help or to say hello to britney and Jax apologizes about the kids thing which tom sandoval had asked Jax, don't bring up the kids thing to ariana again and then Jax brings it up again and ariana was literally looking at him she wanted to murder Jax right then and there and people always say that ariana hates tom but i think if you compare and address like how she was looking at Jax, mm-hmm. she literally wanted to murder him i don't know why she didn't to be honest i wish she would have i know i wish she like lunged across the table in her cute little equestrian outfit and like scratched his face like just like a scratch <laughs> down the side and then he would have like a scar on his face for the wedding she's most <laughs> of this season ariana's looked at every cast member and thought i want to kill you yeah well then they should stop saying dumb shit to her like literally to be like so got top something like you don't want her about the kids like anymore <laughs> wait is that dorinda in the scene that's Jax. that's Jax with his coke nose but then he like, <laughs> like launches into this speech about kids and i'm like 
did you not hear anything? Like, how dense are you, man? But <laughs> if you actually the seed and really kicks the joy down, she's like, Jackson. <laughs> 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 oh, I can't wait for New York to premiere this week. I'm so excited. Oh my god, shitting myself. Okay, so then we cut to this relationship meeting where they said the word reptilian. A thousand goddamn it times. It freaked me out. It felt kind it of was culty. A lot. The reptilian. It was talk. very culty, and also, I well, I, first of all, I've never even heard that word that many times. I've heard it in references to aliens. I've heard about like the different types of aliens because um, of Stassi's friend Sheena Menina's podcast. She talks about aliens a lot. Didn't it feel like we were introduced to Bo's mom, and then all of a sudden she became a main character? Isa, yeah, yeah. Isa was like, we just met her on the. Malibu Pier, and then all of a sudden she was running a relationship course with these people. This whole scene really irritated me. Me too. Yes. Me too. Um, also, Carter wearing a t-shirt that says relationships are hard on the back. What the fuck was that? Oh, those James May t-shirts. Yeah, dark. <laughs> they say anything and everything. Came back to bite how many, the ass. <laughs> how many skews do they have over at James May? You know, like, how many different shirts are they selling? I right? feel like literally every episode, it's like a different thing that just says, like, you know, Kristen was here or something. <laughs> she should make two new shirts. One should say we're not in LA in LA anymore. Another one should say stories may be changing. Goomba. <laughs> and one should just say Goomba. Wait, Goomba making it better. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I just want to say, well, Carter okay. revealed to be real quick that yeah. he hates Katie and Stassi, which I don't think we really knew mm-hmm. completely. Mm-hmm. We like Carter revealed it. But yeah. Now we said it. Now we said it. Well, I think that's like really awkward because I take issue with any guy who like, sorry, am I good? Yeah. I take issue with any guy who like talks shit about um like his girlfriend's friends because my stance as like someone who's friends with a lot of people in relationships right now is like, I was probably here before you. I'll probably be here after you. So like respect and stay in your fucking lane. So like that pissed me off. But also like it's really awkward because it's clear that Kristen just kind of hates everyone in her life because she's telling them about the shitty things the other person does. Well, I think Christian sh- or Christian Kristen <laughs> should know they're in there. What, what is interesting to me is that they're in couples therapy. And usually when you're in therapy, a lot of those feelings that you have about the other person, you get out with the therapist. Right. And so then you don't share as much with your friends. And that's a lot of, I think the point of therapy is mm-hmm. that you're not unloading all of your stuff onto your friends. Yes. And what's interesting is that Kristen is going to therapy and still unloading just as much onto her friends. So I think like that should be a red flag to her that this isn't working. This yes. relationship isn't working. And I said on the show a couple of weeks ago that, you know, it was a red flag to me that they're going to therapy. And I, people, some people messaged me and stuff about me saying that I don't believe in therapy. And I think everyone should be in therapy. Yes. I think couples and people that are, you know, just seeing it singularly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> the witches of WeHo the did witches, this The you. Adderall and the witches of WeHo is making me crazy. This is what they wanted. <laughs> but uh, I think everyone should be in therapy. My point was that the Kristen and Carter therapy, there's too many red flags that I don't think they should have even gone through with therapy. I think they clearly should just not be just together. Just call it. No, totally. I'm with you. There's yeah. only so much. I think also a lot of people think that therapy is like some magic elixir that's going to like sprinkle fairy dust on your relationship. And it's like, no, that it's, just, yeah, have the balls there's to be like, There's so no. many red flags with yeah. those two. Like he stole her fucking wallet and went yeah. on vacation. Like that's not something that you should go to therapy and be like, we should work it out. And like, then, like shit's you're on not friends. married. You're not married. You don't have any commitment to each other other than like you live together. Which is a commitment, but it's like, go your separate ways. Like, 
there's no reason this is a terrible relationship. Get out no, of here. No, Krista needs to go full Paulette Bonafonte and be like, I'm taking the damn dog. <laughs> I'm taking Dumb the ass. Dogs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also at this relationship thing, Sheena showed up with Adam. Mm-hmm. There must be a lot missing with this Adam Sheena relationship oh because God. all of a sudden sometimes it comes on screen and you're like, "What the fuck? I haven't seen you guys at all." Sheena was just on a date with the fucking Bachelor. I, I'm so I just don't care about them um, because the thing is, is like, do you think that they edited it out because people they knew when no one would care? Well, I, I, what's interesting about Adam is it's like clearly, and I, I work with him sometimes, so I like know him as a person. He seems just like really chill and down to earth, but it's weird because it's like he doesn't seem to have the personality to be on reality TV or even want, he doesn't seem like he wants to be on reality mm-hmm. TV. So I don't even know why he's on the show. You know what I mean? I think because he's pretty and like friends with them. Yeah. I mean, he has, he has plenty of Instagram followers and it's like, dude, just bounce. Like it doesn't seem like, like he's not bringing that much to the table. He's not bringing anything to the show. And, Although I do actually think I would want to see more of him just because he is pretty and I need a new pretty guy to look at, mm-hmm. but he's not interesting enough. Totally. And I, mean, I don't think it would do him any favors to be more on the show. No, it's like that they already have the people. It's insular. Like he can't break in. All right. I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listings, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Yeah. So Issa talks about this reptilian brain, and everyone's looking at her, and I thought, no one understands what she's talking about. Mm -hmm. She said reptilian brain a thousand fucking times. And they did some creative editing here where they gave us flashbacks. Kristen said she had a reptilian brain, and then they showed her punching James. There was like a lot of these weird flashbacks. Yeah, kind of like stares into space and like narrating your thoughts. Yeah. I go back and forth with the flashbacks. Like sometimes I do like to be reminded of mm-hmm. our history. Mm-hmm. But then other times I think they rely too much on flashbacks to make us excited about the show. It's so true. Yeah. It's like, remember the time Kristen punched James in the face? Yeah, that was awesome. What's she doing now? She's with this shithead yeah. who stole her wallet. He just fucking stole. Let's just go back to that. He stole her wallet her ID and her wallet and went on vacation and then she stayed with him. And would you, know, you ever? No. Like, would I, I don't even understand what, so he got back from his vacation and she's like, Oh, you took my wallet. Like, let's go to the movies. Like, I don't understand. And he took away the thing that she loves the most, which is drinking alcohol because she would get carded. I'm a server. Like I would card her. I mean, I wouldn't in real life cause I know who she is, but like, she looks really young. Like she probably couldn't buy wine at that point. She probably like couldn't go out to drink. Like that is a, re- I mean, she could probably just go to the Belmont, but you know I what feel I mean? like Kristen has multiple backup IDs. That's so true. <laughs> I but don't still, know why. <laughs> it was cruel. 
It's so cruel. It's so fucked up. Like, I I don't know that I truly like thinking about it now. I don't know if we've heard anything so fucked up about these people's relationships. I mean, who who is Faith? Who is the old lady? I forgot about them. Wow. I'm focused on the wallet. Wow. Can we talk about how Sandoval looked really good in his tank top and hat? I was like very attractive. Again, in heat. I was in heat. I don't know what it is. I was very horny this week. And I was watching and Sandoval in that tank top and the baseball cap. Mm-hmm. I was so turned on by him. Oh my God. Yeah. It was, I love just like, I just love a guy in a baseball cap. I know. I, he, I think you look great right now. I'm wearing a baseball cap yeah. right now. And I do not look like Sandoval in that tank top, but he looked amazing. And his body looks great this whole season. Mm-hmm. He looks fresh. He's normally obese, but him and Ariana. Well, wait, do your do you do a good impression? Uh, Sandoval, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Erica Jane too. <laughs> but that's like Erica's more up here. She's a little more. <laughs> I pretend to be a cat. Erica, <laughs> Erica Jane. <All> right. <laughs> that note came from my heart. I will not apologize for it. <laughs> that note was bad. It was stupid. That Beverly Hills note. I know she gave the condolence note. But I will say, I want to just talk about this for a second. Yeah. On Real Housewives Beverly Hills, Erica gave Lisa Vanderpump a condolence note, and Erica took a photo of it. I thought you, we felt completely opposite. <laughs> yes. You felt like it was so cold. I did. And I feel like it would have been cold if they weren't just coworkers. Like, we have to all remember that Lisa and Erica were never friends. Mm-hmm. They are coworkers. I know, but also, like, you just flew your entire glam squad out to the Bahamas. You couldn't, like, go to Paper Source and, like, pick up a <laughs> sympathy card. But it was handwritten. Okay. <laughs> she should have had, like, what's Mikey, whatever. Mickey Minden. Yeah, yeah. That who were like, I guess it's shocking that she wrote it herself and didn't have like one of her. It might not have been her. Who knows? It was someone's handwriting. It was beautiful handwriting. I'll give her that. Yeah, but and I love that she took a photo of it because it was like we're on a. She knew that she's on a TV show. She knew it was going to come up. Yes, it was like such a power move. But it was it was a very cold note. I agree. It was a very cold note. I just think like they're coworkers. Like I think if I was when I had off an office job, Mm -hmm. my closest friend at that office job. I still don't like her and I would go out every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like, and we would at work, we would be really close. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like, if somebody close to her died, I would just be like, I don't know that I would do much more than like send a note. Totally. But like, Does my thing, sense? yeah. But my thing is like, as someone who like, like, I lost my mom like three years ago, and I just like the notes or texts that I appreciated the most were the ones where it was like an original thought as opposed mm-hmm. to like, you're in my thoughts and prayers during this difficult time. My condolence. It's like, come up with like different words. Like, yeah. Look up some synonyms online. Erica does have just like a fence around her, though. Yes. Also, which is fucked up in another way, which is like I feel like we can all examine forever because right. it's like, what's going on? Why is she? She's so seemingly cold with everything. Yeah, I mean that's the other thing too, though. It's like Lisa, know who you're as as terrible as what she went through was. It's also like know who you're dealing with, and like you can't mm-hmm. take that shit personally. I think she would kind of do that for like anyone. Yeah. Okay, where were we? Okay, Kristen and um, her confessional. Can we talk about this? Yes. She has like a, she's doing some weird mouth work. And I can't tell if it's like maybe she had some sort of filler or something where it's like there's some side mouth work happening here. And I noticed at the end of the episode. Have you noticed it? <gasps> Do, wait, does. I think it's Coke. I think it's Coke Jaw. Wait. What's I don't even know what Coke Jaw is. I don't really either. I just heard of it. Like <sighs> when you do Coke, you're like, you kind of like, you know, like your mouth feels like dry. And so you like kind of like do weird shit with it. Oh my God. I didn't even know that. I mean, I've literally, I don't know from experience. I'm not that hip. I've never done Coke. And I'm too poor. But- yeah, but that. I noticed. I see. I thought it was something like maybe like a filler or something. Where I just noticed there was one moment where she like kind of talked, where it was almost like a Drew Barrymore 
Oh yeah, it was like out of the side <laughs> of her mouth. <laughs> it was like something. Um, sorry, sorry, that I noticed, Vanderbilt but I love her. That I think you all do coke, but it just means you're richer than me, really. I want to talk about how Katie and Carter got in a fight. Katie, Katie Stassi and Carter got in a fight, and I thought this was really an interesting dynamic because yeah. I feel like this happens in real life. Like sometimes the friends get in a fight with a significant other, mm-hmm. and so I found it very interesting and. Just something we haven't seen on the show before. Oh yeah, it was an intense dynamic, and I honestly I appreciate how fucking frustrated they were. I really do because like, there's nothing worse than yeah than having to like listen to your friend complain about a dude and go back to him over and over. And I've also been on the Kristen side of it. I'm not saying it's going to be an easy break, but it's like you can't expect your friends to just like keep up this charade with you just because your boyfriend's in the room. Like fuck that. Yeah, no, I appreciate that they really went off at him, and he does seem like a monster. And somebody needs to say to him and her. This is fucked up. Totally. Because sometimes I feel like with all of these relationships, like they encourage it too much. Even with the Jackson Brittany thing, mm-hmm. I sort of feel like if that was my friend, I'd be like, this is fucked up. Like you're getting married already. Like he just fucking cheated on you. Right. Or at least when they got engaged, I would have been like, that's fucked up. And some of them were. I'm trying Tom to and think. Ariana tried and then yeah. everyone like shamed them. It just feels like somebody should say like. I don't know. I do think people should sometimes stay away uh, out of people's relationship business, but sometimes it's okay to step in when it's something we like need Camille so Grammer glaringly in the obvious. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. And then when Kristen whips out her sage, I also... <laughs> Kate, so wait, so Katie and Sassy, they yes. storm out. Yes. Uh, Sh- Schwartz is being like, Bubba, should I go visit with her? Which that was weird to me too. It's like that he didn't just leave. Because I always would think like if my boyfriend like stormed out somewhere like i would just go like i wouldn't yeah. even think twice about it and you also just heard them yelling in a room with carter i'd be like oh i should probably follow and see if she's okay <laughs> so fucking weird that he's just was like well i think i'll let her cool off yeah just like me who was it was it stassi who was like i feel very weird like sitting on your bed like arguing with you right yeah. now it was so crazy what do you make of Kristen's decor in her home i actually thought it's it was cute yeah she, Kristen yeah. has like good decor her yeah. place is not bad yeah yeah so uh, so then schwartz doesn't go but then Kristen starts saging the apartment and stassi gets really pissed and i have to say anytime someone does something performative like she basically said like this is just bullshit you're doing because isa is here which like i totally get how fucking annoying that is and like for Kristen, to be like whoa guys like we're not fighting in my room we're not doing this i've here. never seen Kristen more relaxed oh like my God. what was going on did that sage just go up her asshole like what happened literally did she eat it did she <laughs> snort it what the fuck happened with Kristen? she was i've never seen her calmer it felt like a performance and i think that's part of why they were so fucking annoyed where they're like are you kidding you're just gonna reserve the psycho for like us and then in front of your boyfriend and isa it's like suddenly this like earth mother like hippie <laughs> de- like fuck off i get it isa really brought out that reptilian brain what is that daniel i still don't know what it means i don't know what it means either so this was the end of the episode and uh, again i just want to say that there wasn't one embarrassing sheena moment other than the fact that she brought adam for the couple's retreat mm-hmm. But for the most part, she had no scenes and no embarrassing moment. And I just want to applaud the editors. I want to applaud Gina. I want to just say, congrats, girl. Give them a break. Your first episode of the whole season. Babe, you made it. We're so proud of you. Now, next week, we see Tom Schwartz gets waxed, Mm -hmm. which was a turn on to me. Again, I don't know what was going on with me this week. Not normally attracted. Uh, Then Stassi gets her vagina vajazzled. And Tom versus Katie. Sandoval versus Katie, which is an interesting dynamic I'm excited for. I'm very excited. I think ever since he's a better wife, we've been, it's uh, been building up to this moment, moment where Hannah. he just unleashes on her. I can't wait. And also, like, I love when 
someone takes Katie to task because like it's it's she's so she can be really really scary and really intense but she gets broken down like pretty fucking easily like the second you flip the script on her she's like oh god uh, and then she starts crying she's a very interesting personality to me on tv because i feel like she hasn't been likable for at least mm-hmm. maybe when i'm trying to think when i feel like maybe in like season one or something she was likable and that she wasn't on screen much no and stassi was really mean to her so i think we were maybe rooting for her a little bit yeah but for the most part they edited her to be and she also is like a very i, I don't know ain't not angry i don't know something yes very heated Do you know what i'm saying yes um season three and then Katie it's weird is my beca- favorite but then it's weird because her boyfriend or husband is like so like this relax he's edited to be like this relaxed fun guy and like that must be really fucking annoying that like your husband he always looks like looks like this cute guy even though we know that he's done some awful things like cheated on her and all that yes. stuff so it must be so fucking annoying that he it looks like this fun caddy cad not caddy cad yeah or what's the word i'm no that was right that's the right word <laughs> no but yeah it's like it's like the knocked up dynamic where like she's the leslie man and he gets to be the paul rudd and she's like you think just because you don't yell you're not uh, mean wow wow you know i always say katherine heigl in the movie knocked up she said that her character was painted as like a little bit as a sh- the women in that movie were painted as shrill mm-hmm. and the guys got to be like these lovable goofballs mm-hmm. and then she got all that heat from it right after it happened but in retrospect if you watch knocked up she was right like the women are painted as shrills and i feel like that's the same thing with vanderpump rules like katie's painted as this shrill angry person which i'm not saying she's not but then her husband is painted as this like lovable goofball totally no and that's fucked up she has to keep him in line i get i get where she's coming from that's fucked up anyway that's the episode hannah thank you so much for going what a delight going down this road with me i know we talked for a while and Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm always going to have guests. I, you know, I wasn't doing a lot of guests for these Vanderpump recaps, but then I got sick and I was, it's easier to run through it with the guests. And I love you too. I'm happy that you're here. I love you so much. But um, I hope people don't expect a guest every week because we don't know that that's happening. No. <laughs> it might not all be happening. <laughs> um, totally. <laughs> Hannah, do you have any other final thoughts about Vanderpump Rules? Um, no, I think this season was slow to warm, but I'm really excited to see where it goes. Um, and I think with this cast, even though my opinion changes like the wind about all of them all the time. Drop um, of a hat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just looking forward to seeing what they bring to the table. Now, Hannah, last time you were on the show, I asked you your, the questions that I asked everyone and you said you want to redo. I, yeah. I shit the bed. I don't think I realized what was happening. And I, yeah. And so I was I, like, I ask everyone, I'm going to ask you again, yes. who would you choose for Sexiest Man Alive if you were choosing for People Magazine? Okay. I have two. One's like a funny and one's a serious. Okay. My serious one is Al Pacino. Oh my God. Which, like, how topical that he already came up in that episode. My second one is like, I'm sort of on this like podcast tour where I am talking about this person a lot. And so I just need to, for funsies, say that Albie Manzo is the sexiest man alive. Oh my God. You love Albie Manzo. He you had him that, on your show. He knows that I have a crush on him at this point. I've said it on like it's seven obvious. podcasts. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't, I, I DM him far too much like it's fine i think he's a very sexy man now i haven't asked you this question but what was your aol in semester screen name oh my god pretty kitty 99946 why 99946 because <laughs> i think like i mean pretty kitty like <laughs> i think i wanted that to be my my sn and those were the numbers that remained i mean those were the numbers they gave what me. remains carol Razzle. <laughs> yeah. but like <laughs> i wondered why i would always get um like like aim instant messages from um 
from like creepy old men, but because pretty kitty. I mean, because a- you're a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> that was, so that was of, vulgar. I didn't mean it, but it was true. That's what I meant. Eat my pussy, like Lala, like Ranch Doodle Lala, my screen name. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> so let's do our yeah, cool down. Totally. We'll end it on Lala's pussy. Now let's all take a deep breath in, hold it, breathe out. Let's take another deep breath in. And how about this time? Let's think of a sexual experience you've had that you would really enjoy. Just think about it. Enjoy it. Breathe out. And now when we get off here, just enjoy that memory. (laughs) This is a really inappropriate cool down, but you know what? Here we are. You're welcome. I love you all for listening. Please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. I want to thank Samson Technologies for sponsoring the show. If you want bonus episodes and support this podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash everything iconic. Click become a patron. Donate $4 more per month. You get access to the bonus episodes. And more importantly, you help support this podcast. Hannah, where can people find your podcast? Oh, thank you. Um, it, so should have, I should have done this after the before the cool down, but here yeah. we are. You're so good at now people are horny, so they're really excited to yeah follow me on instagram um on instagram i'm hannah a brown same with twitter podcast is called brown eyed junicorn it's on itunes check it out that's fantastic hannah i love you thank you so much for doing the show goodbye I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com.